Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oscars, schmoskers, we're here to talk about something that really matters. That's Marvel TV. Tonight, Hulu to the rescue. Could Marvel, could our Marvel Netflix shows continue? We've also got a premiere date for the final season of Marvel on Netflix, the last one. We're going to take a look at all of the Runaways Season 2, and we prepare you for the season finale of The Gifted, which is technically the season finale, but who are we kidding? Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh, uh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined as always by Zia Anderson. Zia Anderson. Hi, guys. With the big time cold open there. The big time, too cold open. Well, uh, you know, for most people that hear this, they didn't know about the, the false start. That's all right. Mm. Uh, there is a lot to talk about. <laughs> and, of course, it is going to be Oscars schmoskers, except for the fact that there is actually uh, some really nice Marvel tie-ins with the tonight's Academy Awards. There are. The biggest one is that Into the Spider-Verse won for... Uh, for best animated feature, not for best picture, which you know maybe it should have. It was probably better than I everything else. I think it should have. But I liked it you know, better look, than it, all the other it, ones. It was up against uh, Incredibles two and uh, Wreck It Ralph or Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Uh, so it was up. I mean, it's funny because it's, it's like technically all Disney or Disney affiliated, Spidey, all that. But uh, you know, it's great because that was a movie that made me so incredibly happy in this past year. And as much as I love Spider Man, it's. Like, if you look at all the Spider-Man movies, it's probably, like, top two or three. It's better than a lot of the live-action ones, I think. Yeah, you know? it definitely is better than Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Five miles. Hashtag Venom, I'm, yeah. I'm going to buy it and, and watch it again at home. Like, that's one of the ones that I... I want to have. Good for you. Your generation usually steals everything. So I'm so I glad. Know. I'm so glad you're going to buy Put it. Money back a lot of people worked hard on that. Yeah. Uh, so that was really exciting. Let us know in the chat if uh, you're excited to see that. And uh, look, Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture, which was just sort of an amazing thing for a superhero movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Uh, obviously, there's social implications if it had one. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it was always a superhero movie. I can't even say I'm a little surprised it didn't win, but it did win uh, for production design and costume design. So great. A Marvel movie. It's got two. You can say the Academy Award winning Black Panther. It's our first one. Which is great. And the costume design was fantastic. Production was great. And uh, Mahershal Ali also won Best Supporting Actor for Green Book. And you'll remember him, of course, as Cottonmouth in season one of Luke Cage. And he's also in True Detective. Is that? Yes. He is. That's not a Marvel tie. No, it's not. I'm sorry. But he is on True Detective. So I'm like, yeah, I believe believe as he was winning, he was on the season finale of True Detective, like at the same time. That's awesome. Uh, And then we had some. uh, some cool presentations. We there was a presentation. Sam Jackson and Brie Larson. Um, I, I think they have a movie coming out really soon. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think I might have to maybe, get maybe a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm going to see it before you. I, I forgot know about all that. You. We'll talk. About, but anyway, so this is all movie talk, and we'll talk more about that on Thursday, where you can find Zia and I on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, where we're part of the three-headed beast. 
lovely beast that is just marvel one. movie news yeah just one you know just zach and i we're, we're just there we I, also I have been re- reminded by uh star drew and rick bocanegra also got best score Yes, yeah, so, you know I'm glad they said We're that. Just talking about Black that. Panther also got black. Uh, black Panther also got best score. There you go. Yes, <laughs> and uh, it had a great score. You know, uh, it did. Kendrick Lamar wasn't going to win g- going up against Lady Gaga. It just wasn't going to happen. But uh, so three Oscars. I'm so glad that the chat's there because they pay attention better than I did. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I was like, yeah, we'll talk more about it on Thursday. I would have had more days to research it. But it's funny because we were just talking about that. We were. So a uh, lot of Marvel tie-ins tonight uh, over there, but. Um, that is not our main story tonight. It's just the sort of the most timely. I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, this Jeff Loeb open letter uh, to fans of Marvel on Netflix, letting us know that the story will be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline continued and we've talked a little bit about this in the last couple of weeks this notion that Hulu's open to the idea um, uh, of taking those Netflix shows that have now all been canceled since the last time we were here on this show yep. uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones have been canceled Jessica Jones getting canceled before its final season even airs I know which but, I'm kind of surprised for, I, but I guess they're just going for the clean break you right know? well and I think that it was also you that had mentioned this that it gives the writers an opportunity to look for other jobs now yeah, they're not kind I, of waiting around I think to see it, it means it officially releases everyone from the contract so right. Kristen Ritter can go find work Trish can find work everybody can find work uh, so that's probably why they did it at the time they did yeah um, that makes so, you know, we can be as disappointed about that as we want, but the idea that Hulu might take any or ideally all of these shows, uh, I don't know. It, it's exciting. It's a little glimmer of hope. Do you think that's all it is, Zia? It's just like, it's just a little carrot that they're dangling out for us, and it's not something that we're ever actually going to get. We're not going to get to bite that carrot, are we? I don't know. I don't want to believe that. I think, I read an article, I think it was... Um uh, John Bernthal that was saying he thinks that they would redo it with another cast. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So he thinks that so, uh, it'd be hard to you know get all of the same creative people together to have them all be available at the same time. Now, with The Punisher, you just do it around John Bernthal's schedule. And honestly, it's like you know, Steve Lightfoot, the showrunner. Yeah, he'll he'll make it work. Yeah, you don't need anyone else. You don't you don't ever have to have Madani on the show again. She's great. No, but she if she's was, busy, yeah, great. And if uh, you know, if Curtis wants to live happily ever after, they didn't even put Microchip in season two. I would like to see him. Yeah, actually, if I they're would too. going to if they're going to redo the Punisher yeah. or, re, or uh, reboot, um, it, please. But let's please. Uh, let's follow, let's pull on that thread from John Bernthal. If they did recast. The leads in any or all of these shows, if we had a new Daredevil, a new Luke Cage, uh, would you be a lot less excited? Yes. Would you still watch? Yes. Yeah, me too. (laughs) That's why they'll be able to do it. (laughs) That's the... Ivan Soto in the chat says, new cast is blasphemy. I I agree. Um, But I'll still watch. I'm outraged if I I hear that it's happening. But at the same time, I'll be like, oh my God, there's more episodes. Well, of course. It's the same thing if they recast... Well, when they recast Hugh Jackman. I mean, (sighs) I'm going to want to riot, but I'm still going to watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, unless the, unless I get to replace them, then I won't be upset. But do you guys well, think? Will I. Do you guys think that they're going to be uh, remaking the shows with Disney sized budgets? Mm. Well, probably not on Hulu. If it was on Disney Plus, possibly. Yeah, and do you mean Disney size in a big way or in how notoriously cheap Disney is? Uh, in a big way, because okay. they put a lot of money into Marvel. Yeah. I agree. I just wanted to make sure that, that that we were on the same page with that. Yeah, um, I do think that they would be big budget. I mean, those shows were very expensive. Uh, I don't, I you know, I don't know how much Hulu's going to want to spend. I mean, you know, The Runaways has some effects in it. You know, I mean, it does. Yeah. So, but I don't know if the bi- the budget the budget would or the budget get, the budget the budget would get much bigger than it would be on Netflix. And the reason I say that is because again, it's Hulu, um, Disney Plus. I know that the budget is so much bigger. Well, because they're those. because they're doing like. Loki yeah, and Vision exactly. of Scarlet Witch and you know they they see these as being like you know almost like mini movies yeah. so um but yeah to uh Steven's point I I think that they would be big budget but uh I don't know I mean it just depends on how much Disney's going to kick in because if it's all on Hulu it probably won't be a, as huge but I meant the remakes on Disney not yeah. oh, not gotcha. old taking over Luke Cage from oh, Netflix gotcha. yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. Possibly. If it was on Disney Plus, I could see them putting yeah. much more of a budget into it. But it seems it. like the only place that these shows could end up would be Hulu because Disney Plus, as we've talked about, is really geared for like being mostly family, family friendly. friendly. Yeah. And Hulu is the one who's, you know, saying like, yeah, we want to do it. But as we've talked about, it's there's like a there's a holding pattern for a full like two years after the show gets mm-hmm. canceled. So they can't do anything with those characters. They can't put them in a movie. They can't do another show. So to John Bernthal's point that's the tough part because, I mean, he's great. He's going to go on and do something else. And if he's able to fit Punisher in around his something else, I bet he'd be likely to do it. But, you know, it was like his number one gig before, you know, and uh, now it's going to take a back seat. So a couple of years. It'll be interesting to see, but I think... I don't. I just don't think it's going to happen. I I, 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 I just. Uh, I think we're going to see movies with some of these characters. I don't think we're going to see Danny Rand for a really long time. Which yeah. is too bad because you know I'm one of the only ones who's a fan of him. I would still like to see some Power Man and Iron Fist stuff. Yeah, happen. that's what I really yeah. want. Is I, like I don't care. I, I like a Power Man and Iron Fist movie is what I wanted from the beginning. Yeah, even just a movie would be great. I yeah. actually agree. You don't have to do a whole series. It doesn't yeah. have to be thirteen episodes, but just a nice two-hour movie that was good. Um, we have also have Desmond Johnson in the chat says they would have to go a little younger. If they're going to go back into it and recast, yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with that. But yeah, uh, what I don't, what I don't need is you know getting like origin stories again. You know how like you know the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, we got to see his origin again. And I'm like, all right, we get it. We know radioactive spider. Just yeah, just tell us. And also, everyone in the chat wants you to feel better, Christian. Oh, totally see, I wasn't. I, yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm really doing a good job of hiding it. I actually feel fine. I just don't sound good. Um, my wife sounds much worse. There's a, there's a, a virus that running, uh, ravaging my household. My poor son was home from school all week, and uh, I was like, oh, I feel fine. And then I started to try to talk this morning, and I was like, uh oh. But anyway, uh, thank you, everybody. That's very nice. Serenity Q26. Move on and get new shows. Like a wise woman once said, let it go, let it go. Hey, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, look, I also, if Hulu wants to develop a bunch of, I mean, we've talked about those great animated shows they're going to have. Yeah. But if they want to do, you know, some other uh, darker 
you know, live action series, that's great. I just want to see these characters again at some point. I would and love to. I would love to see them with the same actors, but I understand that it, it's a little hard to do that, especially if they do a movie. I can't see these actors being in a movie. Probably not. They're going to want to go like with a name. Yeah. And I know I've said this before, but I would I, I don't necessarily need to see them in their own series. I would even just the Defenders. Just, just the, the Defenders. The Defenders yeah. would be fine where they're all together. I think that would also be really cool. Yeah. Uh, so sort of the uh, silver lining to all of this is we did get a premiere date for Jessica Jones Season 3. Whoop, whoop. Which is Friday, March 8th. Does that day sound familiar? It should. That's the day that Captain Marvel comes out. <laughs> so We're have a lot uh, to watch. for those of you who can get out on Thursday night, you know, there's usually showings that start as early as like 7 and they go up until like a midnight showing. So you can go see it, go home, and drink a lot of coffee and watch Jessica Jones, you know, until like 2 in the afternoon. I've solved everybody's problem. There you you go. can do them both in the same day. But, and uh, be finished completely yeah. with the entire season of Jessica Jones. But you haven't even watched season two yet. No, I need to So you really got to get caught up. Especially if we're hoping to be on the uh, Jessica Jones after show. Guys, we're going to sign up for a this, this would be, this is our last <laughs> chance. I mean, it's like we might as well go out, uh, yeah, go right? out on top, you know. Uh, but uh, are you excited for uh, Jessica Jones season three? I'm going to ask Zia, but I'm also asking all of you in the chat. Zia, I know you didn't see season two, so it, it makes it hard. But, uh, it makes it hard. The only reason I didn't watch season two is because um, why is my brain completely? David blown? Tennant yes, was in one episode, you. though. Well, he was in an he episode. He wasn't one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'll watch it. No, I'm just kidding. That was just one of the ones that I didn't get around to watching because I got caught up with all the other ones. Well, there's so many, and it's there's hard. so many. It's hard. And Jessica Jones wasn't necessarily my favorite. I did really enjoy it. Yeah. But I would put it probably lower on the list of ones that I liked a lot. Uh, or it's that I liked you hate the most. I do clearly. Yeah, I know. I, look, I, I just wanted to call you out. <laughs> Everyone in the chat's probably thinking it, and I'm saying it. I mean, someone has to. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it was War Hero, and yeah, War Hero ninety nine says I'm finished with the Punisher and Daredevil in a positive way. So that's nice. That yeah, you look, get kind it, of. Yeah, I mean, they both ended strong. They I did. thought. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. There's it, it's kind of uh, divisive opinions on Punisher season two, but I think. That Daredevil season three is just very widely, very much beloved. Everybody's pretty excited with it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I think if this is what I said when they were canceled, you got to look at it as like, look, we got basically like a thirty-six hour movie of Daredevil and Luke Cage and Punisher. We got a twenty-four hour movie. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's a lot of content. That is a, lot a lot more than I ever thought we would get. So if it's a little while before we see him, I'll be disappointed. But I'm going to be distracted by There's Loki, so Vision, and Scarlet Witch, yeah. And we didn't even mention uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Exactly. Yeah. Oh so. my gosh, you're right. There's there's seriously so much. Um, Serenity Q also says that uh, she or they are looking forward to um, that more than uh, Captain Marvel. Like they're not even going to be watching Captain Marvel, just Jessica Jones. Which, nice. Well, hey, you know what? It's uh, We're Marvel TV Weekly, so we're going to have to be hashtag Team Jessica. I mean, yeah. We love Carol Danvers, but come on. Jessica's our girl. It's yeah. TV. She's real strong. <laughs> I love it. She is pretty strong. Rick Bocanegra says, I'm looking forward to see if, we'll see if we will get a full-blown Hellcat. Yeah. Also I'm glad you brought that, that up because that's what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. You, and when you see season two, you'll see some hints of like, wait, wait, is she Hellcatting? Is there some Hellcat happening? So uh, I really hope we get it. I also wonder, do we have any appearances from any other Marvel heroes or characters? You know, I mean, Jessica's not like tight with Karen, so I don't know that we'll see her there. But uh, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I probably not. I, 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 mean, I feel the, like the most realistic we might get would be Luke, Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah, but I just I don't know if that would even happen. Maybe yeah. for one steamy night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Claire left. What's he going to do? Uh, well, anyway, let us know and we'll talk more about it in the uh, in the next couple weeks about uh, season three. Uh, speaking of season threes, uh, all indications are that there will be a, a season three of The Runaways on Hulu. Uh, there's no official announcement, but uh, of course, people can't get started working until there's an official announcement. Um, and in a moment, we're going to talk about season two, but let's just sort of talk about a season three. The way that season two ended, I was just like, well, it didn't really end. No, it was it just didn't. like, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to just uh, untangle like a whole bunch of storylines. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry, you want to know more? Well, I guess somebody's going to have to renew us. Like, if it had ended after the first season, it's like, oh, man, they're just on the run. Okay. But this is like, there's just too many questions. It's like everybody's, you know, going every which way. So, I don't know, me personally, I, uh, I'm i ready for that season three now. I am too. It actually ended on a point where literally when the show ended, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, where's episode 14? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. This is the last one. And it got me... Sucked into the story enough that now I want to know. I want to know what happens next. So I actually am kind of looking forward to season three. Well, uh, before we look back at season two, Zia has this important message. Yes, I do. Hey, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. That helps us out a lot. You just hit, like, one button that says subscribe. If you're worried about notifications, you hit another button and you can turn them off. But if you want to be notified when the show comes on, it's super helpful. If you forget or you lose track of time, either way, doesn't matter. Um, Give us a rating on iTunes. Five stars. (laughs) Stars one through four don't work, so just hit five. Uh, Leave us a comment, uh, whether it's on YouTube or on iTunes. It's uh, it's awesome because you get to be part of the conversation We love having you in chat. We love reading your comments afterwards. It's so cool that we get to talk to you guys about this. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to me because I never thought I would get to sit here and talk about things I love like this. It is literally the coolest. So seriously, thank you for supporting us in doing what we love. Thank you, Zia. So uh, let's talk about season two of The Runaways, which, uh, as I've talked about on the show, uh, The Punisher really got in the way of me finishing The Runaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- not to mention real life, raising kids, you know, whatever, all those excuses. Yeah, but, but it was really The it Punisher. It was really The Punisher because I had time to, I had time for 13 episodes of The Punisher. So <clears throat> what I'd like to do is uh, break down uh, each of the families, basically. We'll start with the kid. And... Um, I'm going to start with uh, the one that we both mutually liked the most. Our favorite. Let's talk about Nico. You go ahead first. I love Nico. She was – I just love Nico because she just has so much of teenage me in her. (laughs) Well, she has great fashion sense. (laughs) I love her style. I love her look. She's amazing. Um, And I just think that she's also the most grounded and the most sensible of them all, even though during, you know, periods of time in the season she kind of starts to lose control. But I love that too. How cool is that when her eyes get all crazy and she has the staff? I'm like, oh, man. And that's one of those things that they're not explaining. No, Like her mom knows what that is. But we don't know. But nobody's told us. I know. I need to know. Seriously. And it is the coolest. Um, I just love the fact that she's a witch. She's technically a witch. She has yeah. a staff. I know she has like all of her witch stuff. And then yeah, she's, she's like, wicked. oh, and then I have this. Yeah. yeah. And so. she's like, but I'm also a magical witch. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because, uh, you know, she grappled with the fact that, you know, she didn't like what the staff was doing to her. She but, killed people. Yeah. But also she shouldn't be so surprised that, or let's put it this way. Carolina shouldn't be surprised that Nico killed Jonah, or at least we thought killed Jonah because- oh. 
yeah, so Jonah killed your sister. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. And then she kills Jonah. I was like, of course. She's like, you killed my father. And I'm like, your father's a terrible person. And you only just found out that he was your father. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it from you. Well, there's a lot of problems like that. (laughs) So, uh, you know what? Team Nico all the way. Team Nico, for sure. Um, And... uh, Oh my god, her parents are terrible though. I mean, oh, her dad all... means well. I feel, I honestly kind of feel bad for her dad, but yeah. her mom to me is no, just Tina? pure yeah. evil. Yeah. Oh and, my god. And when she was, uh, when we're actually seeing Tina, like you know, possessed by one of Jonah's families, possessed is the easiest way to explain it. And she's like eating the cake. I'm like, <laughs> this is funny, but I, I don't know. I mean, I knew, I figured out what was going on. That's at that a point. Tina I can get behind. Yeah, so she likes cake. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, no, uh, you. I, I immediately know. Yeah, no, no test. And I'm it's sorry. funny because, like, I actually thought because, like, Jonah grabs uh, Alex's dad, uh, uh, Jeffrey, and he grabs him, and I, and so I was like, okay, so he's gonna end up being Jeffrey. Jeffrey's like the one that he wasn't. I was like, oh no, the family's in like everybody else, but it's not in Jeffrey. So I was like, all right, I, I guess I was wrong. Oh, I um, got you with that. But uh, yeah, so uh, Nico, uh, I think I liked a lot season one. It built all the way through season two. So uh, I'd say she stands out as my favorite. Uh, For me, a character I was probably most disappointed in this year because I liked him in season one was Alex. Um, Just, you know, bad storyline. You know, what's what's he going to do? I just and and I understood him falling for that girl. Sure. She was great. I mean, she did his hair. Yeah, she she did his hair and yeah, all that. Anybody wants to give me cornrows, let me know. It made him so stupid. Yeah. And it it was a little bit frustrating. Yeah. But, you know, hormones, teenager. Yeah. But (laughs) his mom's a terrible person. (laughs) Horrible. You know, like his dad like squares everything away and uh, everything's going to be fine. And uh, then, you know, his mom has to go and uh, go and kill Jeffrey's friend. Uh, And uh, I'm sorry that... uh, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Um, that guy. Darius. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to say Desmond and I knew it was wrong. <laughs> it was with a D. Yeah. That's close. all I had though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, they, he kills off. She kills off Darius early in the season. And I was like, well, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing about Alex this season was how determined he was to, he didn't want to kill his parents. He wanted them to go to jail. And just how happy he is at the end of the season. I mean, that was commendable. Yeah. I, I definitely was on his side in that in that regard. They, they were literally going around murdering people. Yeah, and but, he wanted legitimate justice. So but for was, the smartest guy in the group, he sure was uh, stupid throughout the season. Yeah, he really was. He kept going off. And I can never stand it, even though I know it makes for good TV and it makes perfect sense. When, when people are lying to each other. They spent the whole season, everybody lying to each other and yeah. keeping secrets after repeatedly saying no more secrets. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. No more secrets. It's like, oh, yeah, well, no more secrets between us. But we've got secrets between everybody else. Uh, yeah, that's a great point. Serenity twenty uh, Serenity Q26 says uh, they agree with us. Nico is her fa- or their favorite. And um, Alex is also a favorite. So we love Nico and I, Alex. I liked him in the first season, but he I just found him frustrating. He's not my least favorite character, by the way. I'm just disappointed in him. And because just I think in this season. Season one, I think he was my second favorite. Well, but, I always love the computer nerd. Yeah. They're so useful. Right. Hacking, but then everything. They manage to be stupid when a when a girl looks the, their way. I know. Uh, worst character for me uh, was Chase. Chase Stein and his whole Chase Stein family. Uh, his mom's the worst. But, yeah. I mean, that weird church that they had, and the, no, they're not the ones with the church. Oh, no? Chase is the guy. Uh, Caroline is the one who has. Caroline, the church. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, sure. So Chase is the one whose dad is the inventor. 
you know, and he had, chases the one with the fistagons. Gotcha. So and he doesn't. He never actually has any superpowers. No, but neither Literally does Alex. Just, Alex is just smart. No, but smart, fine. Yeah. But Wait, he plays what lacrosse. Is, he spoke, okay, great. But what does he bring to the I table? I think I just answered it to you. <laughs> Okay. A lot of he has a lacrosse stick. Well, and he also has a lot of like inspirational quotes from his coach. Yeah, from his coach. So yeah, that, and he always picks. Yeah, that's true. Th- those are some good moments. Um, but he ends up basically trying to recruit all of his friends to join Pride at the end of the second season, and by doing that, of course, they follow him, and they, uh, you know, basically. They don't catch everybody, but everybody's in bad shape at the end of the second season. All because of Chase. So, uh, no. No Chase. I don't like you. <laughs> no Chase. You know? Uh, um, and he had, like, such a good moment, too. Uh, right before he leaves and uh, ruins everything. War Hero 99 says Chase is on the case. Well, it does rhyme. It does. He's yeah. on the he's on the a hole case because that's what he is. Um, he, so his nice moment. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about Molly and Gert because they're the same family. Um, we'll talk about how there was look. I, one of the most infuriating things about this show is they're on the run. Their parents are murderers, and they're not super villains, but they're like part of a, a criminal organization that has incredible resources. Why are they always finding time to one make out and two have a quinceanera? It was a very cute scene. It was very nice. It, it looked was, like everybody was having fun. It was sweet. It was like a, a nice emotional. My, my wife knows moment. the woman who wrote that episode, okay. and I was like, she wrote a really good. She wrote some really good stuff. Yeah. But I was like, man, they don't have time for this. They they really they don't. do not have time for this. <laughs> There's no time for a quinceanera. <laughs> do it next year. Yeah, when she's. Um, 16? So consignors are supposed to be when you're 15. Yeah, so it's a DC Sassanera. That sounds about right. Um, But uh, Molly is a a kind of a character I always like. Of course, early on, she's sneaking out at night to do some superheroing. Dumb, dumb, dumb. You know, come on, by yourself. Real trouble can follow you. It kind of does. Yeah. Um, But give us your thoughts on Molly for uh, this season. Quickly, yeah. I'm going to just go to yeah, sure. to Ghost8386 says, I like Chase, don't at me. <laughs> no, it's fine. I liked him as a person in the season. He I liked him fine. and Gert together, and I liked him until the end of the season, but it just it yeah. undid everything. Although, you know, throwing her college application in the chocolate fountain, it made me angry, not because of the, but because he ruined a chocolate fountain. That's not cool. Agreed. I was Agreed. really upset. I did enjoy their little bickering, though. That was actually kind of funny to me. Yeah. I liked that sort of. Um, yeah, but they're like in the bathrobes. Yeah. And, yeah I thought that and was they're good. Just, they're just, their little fighting. I thought that was actually kind of cute. I was like, all right, they're going through their first arguments. You have to get through that in a relationship, Christian. No, they didn't um <laughs> now who are we talking about before talking i go back molly. to chase molly thank you um molly's adorable i yeah. love molly she's I love super, hat. yeah her little hat that she always wears she pulls it down over her mm-hmm. eyes she's super cute but yeah the the super hearing that she was going out and doing i was like i know you're really strong but you you're still can get strong. you're not that strong you you're can not still get shot yeah like you're still putting yourself in crazy danger and she was 14 yeah so it was definitely a tiny bit infuriating and there was one line that just drove me crazy. Oh, good. Tell me. Uh, where she beats up and he's like, you're just a girl. And she's like, who runs the world? And I was like, oh, no, that's a Beyonce song. <laughs> well, why? Uh, as, Why? A, as a uh, 
as a cis white male, I don't have an opinion on that. I I'm mean, not allowed to have an opinion. Look, on it's that. I'm, not, I'm not even commenting on that. It's just the it was just so cheesy from the song that I was like, oh. there there are definitely oh. cheesy moments oh. in the show, uh, but there are definitely very funny moments too. There you are. know, I, they do make me laugh. Even Chase, actually, especially Chase, because he has really bad uh, advice. He was funny. Yeah, um, he really was. You kind of feel for uh, Gert during the season because she, you know, has her relationship with Old Lace. Who, by the way, Old Lace is still still an all-star, still a champ. I love Old Lace. I, I wanted right. a little bit more Old Lace, in all honesty. But Probably costs a lot, too. I was going to say, Old Lace is pretty expensive. <laughs> old Lace is expensive, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you're going to put a dinosaur on this show? How about a dinosaur sock puppet? Is that going to be a little cheaper? Um, but... Obviously, you know, she's just, they deal with a very real issue here and she's like off her medication mm -hmm. and she just can't function. So, you know, Chase does the only thing. This is, this is where I still like Chase. He called his mom because he's like, look, we need help. And if you don't get your medicine, you're not going to be able to function. It's going to be a real problem for us. So uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I felt that for her, but obviously you can kind of see when she doesn't have old lace to help her, uh, you know, it's funny because Molly is the only one that – well, Molly and Caroline are the only ones who have actual superpowers mm -hmm. because uh, Nico has the staff. Mm -hmm. uh, Chase has the fistigons. Alex doesn't even pretend. He no. just has a computer. He has a computer guy. And, uh, you know, Chase has uh, – sorry, uh, uh, Gert has a dinosaur, which is great. But it's the dinosaur. You she know? has she has a dinosaur and anxiety. Yeah, it's like having a it's like having a bodyguard. Yeah, no, it's like that's her kryptonite. I know? have like terrible anxiety too. I have a superpower. Yeah, if the only thing you had, if only you had a uh, dinosaur, then I would be uh, good to go. So I I don't know. I think uh, you know she has her moments, Gert, where she contributes to sort of uh, some social justice aspects. You know, helps uh, the ladies feel empowered, and sort of a very funny moment when. Uh, when Molly's getting ready for the quinceanera and she's like, repeat after me, you, you don't need to be, to look better or whatever she had her say. It was like, it was all kind of funny cause it's very consistent with the character. Yeah. It's sweet. Too. But, um, you know, not enough old lace. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to give Gert some demerits there. Um, their parents, uh, the dad's another one where you like, you can kind of feel for the dad. You know, these moms are all pretty terrible, but Dude, then the mom right? we realize is, is like inhabited by one of Jonah's relatives. And I think that she wasn't like that before. Yeah. She was a lot more like she her dad. She was a lot more like her dad. Like those were the two parents that even though they did awful things, I, they really wanted out. Yeah, they did. I, I almost could forgive them for that. Yeah. They wanted out before yeah, anybody They were else just did. real kooky, eccentric, kind yeah. of the brains of the operation. And I think that they felt really uncomfortable with the things that they were doing. And so I, I mean, Chase obviously sensed that also because Chase was like, but her parents were really nice. <laughs> he kept saying yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see if there is a third season, how they uh, resolve all these things. Cause like once you're inhabited by Jonah, does your real personality die or can it come back? So that's one of those things I have to deal with. So Ivan also says in the chat here and help me out if you know about this in the comics, Chase, uh, has a genius level IQ, and so don't gloss over that. He created the Fistagons, don't forget. Okay, but I mean, he seem it seems to be like he's more along the lines of like he's that a guy. Jock. He's that guy who's really good at cars. He's really good at like tech stuff. 
he's not that smart. He's not, you know, he's like a functional illiterate, basically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what he, maybe he was in the comics. Yeah, it's, was like I, a, it seems a little different. You're absolutely right. So they kind of took and it he and does, it. We do see the message that he sends uh, back in time from the future with a really bad beard. Let's just call that out for what it was. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the, you know. Look, he can redeem himself in season three. All these characters can. Uh, you know, Nico could be the worst in season three, but I doubt it because that's how cool she is. Nope, uh, she's the best. I le- like even I forgive all of her mistakes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and let's finally talk about Carolina because uh, her is a character, but her family, well, what a mess. There's that church. Jonah's her dad, and. You know, it was way more uncomfortable in season one when they sort of did the revelation of like how old Jonah was when he met Carolina's mom. And we see a little of it this oh, year. Really he, weird. Oh, it's super weird. And it's like very uncomfortable. And I think that that was probably a note that they got back. It's like, try to make people less uncomfortable with that. Let's because be, let's be it's, less statutory, it's, shall it's, we? It, yeah, it was super uncomfortable. But, uh, and, and then, you know, all of a sudden her dad tries to man up her, like, uh, you know, not her, uh, not Jonah, but uh, but Frank tries to be the tough guy to take over the uh, the church. Church of Light. Yeah. Is that what it is? The Church of Light. It's it's yeah. It's like a it's it's got a word like Jeroboam. You know. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So uh, first of all, Carolina figuring out her powers very cool. She has cool powers. She has the coolest yeah, powers. And, I agree. Again, only her and Molly have actual powers. Right. The staff is really cool, but uh, so it looks really cool when she uses her powers. It's cool that she's like part alien or whatever, but man, her family's messed up. And it's just interesting that her mom is basically they go and rescue her, and all of a sudden her mom's on the team. And man, after her mom found out she was pregnant, her stomach was like, Oh, yeah, she immediately is that what happens when you get pregnant with alien babies? You just immediately <laughs> Somebody are nine mentions months it pregnant. To you and, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, she, she wasn't even showing in like episode 10. But yeah. uh, so that is the most interesting. Oh, and then also her betrothed who shows up. Who, that was interesting. That's a very interesting sort of dynamic because what is her betrothed good for? Because Jonah basically like wipes her out right away. True. And I was like, all right, well, I figured when she showed up, everything was going to be fine. She was at least going to be able to help and combat maybe a little bit. But give her a couple minutes to try to run away. Yeah, we did not get much. No, no, yeah. no, 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 we didn't. Except for so, a very, um, uh, oh gosh, what's the word? Formal talking. Yeah. That, yes, know, very like, formal talking. So uh, all these questions leave us wanting season three of The Runaways. And uh, we hope we get it. Uh, let us know what you thought. We can we can always go back and talk more about it if people have any specific questions. or uh, th- Let us know if you're watching the archive version what your favorite uh, characters were during the season, if you had a favorite episode. Um, you know, we're just kind of glossing over it there. You can find the archives for it uh, here on After Buzz. There is slash was, and I assume they finished, a uh, season two after show mm-hmm. uh, for The Runaway. So you can find that on the same channel. Uh, that uh, that this show's on. Uh, so we got go from Serenity Q26. That's how he is in the comics. He's good with tech stuff, not so much anything else. So Chase, that's referring to Chase. Um, Zayas Z- Bilu, sorry, uh, says, Nico is awesome. I agree 100% on that. So we're seeing eye to eye with some of this stuff here. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Well, we will talk more about it. Now, uh, a show that is very unlikely to have a season three is The Gifted, uh, which uh, has its season but possibly series finale on Tuesday. 
Uh, now, engineering us in the booth is uh, the one and only Mr. Stephen Lemieux, who is on the after show for The Gifted. Uh, Stephen, are you with us? Yes. Um, just sort of give us your thoughts on The Gifted as we're almost at the end of season two and uh, compared to how you felt at the end of season one. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a tough question to actually answer, honestly, because it's like I've been doing the after show every single week because we right. tape it Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're also doing watch alongs for the finale. So if you guys want to watch the episode oh, cool. with you, if, nice. if you guys are fans of it. But like, I don't know. I felt like a lot of it's kind of droned on where why the hell do we need 16 episodes to get the storyline out that they've kind of put in front of us? And uh, my friend was watching um, was watching the, the episode. Brianna, uh, for uh, after buzzers would know Brianna. Uh, and she said, oh, after the last episode, she said, oh, great. So we're back to where we were literally at the end of the season two. <laughs> and I didn't really, real- I I didn't didn't really realize that. that. But at the same time, we're in, we're in episode 15. The finale's next week. The only difference between where season one ended and where season or and where season two picked up is now Sage is dead. Yeah, and and that's pretty. And we've got a we've got a question mark about Blink. Yeah, question mark on Blink. Sage Mm -hmm. is dead. There's a baby somewhere. Yeah, and but even then, like everything that they've built up to with Riva could have actually have already happened, and we could have just been moving on her plan of the new 715 on the first episode of season two. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Th- it was a lot of spinning their wheels. I think you're right. And that's the problem with uh, these network shows is that, you know, I mean, they didn't even get a 22 episode order. So, you know, thankfully for us, they, God forbid, they, they had yeah. one. Yeah. Well, yeah, neither season. Cause the first season I think was 17 episodes or the same thing. It was also just weird because John's supposed to be so integral from the perspective of like the comics and perspective of how they tee him up in season one. And then this season, all he does is like make mistakes and doubt himself. And yeah. you're just like, okay, sad John. Great. Perfect. Sad Thunderbird. John. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, John Proudstar, AKA Thunderbird, uh, died in the third comic book he was ever in, in Uncanny X-Men wow. 96. Uh, he's actually a character that I, I think they might've regretted, you know, cause his, yeah, his brother ends up being on X Force, whatever. But uh, so I was excited that he was on the show. I love Polaris from the comics. Uh, I don't feel like I feel like she's very hit or miss on this show. Once she put on the uh, the little headband, I'm like, all right, now I like it. I like how they allude to the fact that Magneto's her father, mm-hmm. but they don't say it. Mm-hmm. They never say it because they probably you know they're probably under strict orders. Don't say Magneto's name. And uh, so there's there's these these flashes of things. I talked last week how the uh, the purifiers coming into the Morlock tunnels is kind of a, taking a page out of uh, a comic book event from the mid '80s called the the Morlock or the Mutant Massacre, but it was a massacre of the Morlocks. So I was I was excited to see them try that. I think it was had some really powerful stuff that dealt with it. But for every good thing they do on the show, there's a lot of things where you're like. Oh, Andy, just shut up. Like, enough already. You know? Yeah, Andy and, was definitely but, little. Uh, but, uh, Zia, somebody who was new to this show uh, this season, what have you thought about where it, the uh, the little roller coaster ride we've been on this year? Yeah, it's definitely had some ups and downs. There have been some episodes where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm into the story, I'm into what's happening. And then there are other episodes where I'm like, oh my God, 
this feels like a real chore to watch. And it just sort of depends. I do really like uh, Polaris. I definitely like Blink. She's probably one of my favorite characters. Um, John, yeah, I can see I was disappointing. And a lot of people in the chat actually agree. Um, Most people seem to really like The Gifted here. We've got uh, War Hero 99 says, give us one more season, please. Black Magic 99 says um, that if the can't, oh, no, that's War Hero 99. I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't put that out in the universe that it might that we might not get a season three. So everyone really wants to see well, yeah, it. I haven't put it out in the, in the universe. Uh, showrunner Matt Nix said that he he doesn't seem confident that it would be picked up by Fox. He seems to think if there's going to be another season, it's going to have to be Hulu or some streaming service well, because of the fact that it does its best overall numbers are on Hulu, which is actually where I watch it. That's where I watch it as yeah, well. Uh, so uh, a lot of people do watch it that way. I think that that's also something that helped Cloak and Dagger. Uh, but the actual over-the-air ratings are they're really they're I think a little too low. They're they never really quite get up to a one, which you know you don't have to get all bogged down in the ratings. So maybe it, it would make sense for it to be on a streaming service. Yeah, I think yeah. it might have a better chance. Hey Didio One also says that gifted no, but it's bound to happen with the entire Disney deal anyway. So it's possible that they Yeah, but if if this show is doing really well, it's like they're gonna still make Deadpool movies with uh with Ryan Reynolds because they did well. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of the other things you can point to falls if flaws or shortcomings. According to Noah Hawley, he wanted to finish Legion after three seasons anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one thing that I did like, and, and the Reva character drives me crazy. Her power is the worst. Just with that, just like, screams the, and kills and the camera everyone. Movement. Yeah, but uh, I liked. I did not see it coming that she was like working together with the no, the Sean Hannity guy. That was basically. actually a great twist. I I thoroughly enjoyed seeing that. And what I actually did like because this has been driving me insane the entire season was finally seeing Andy and Polaris like actually talk together. Yeah, yeah. and go back to where they should be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, I'm sorry. No, I mean, um, we're talking about it and getting ready yeah. for the, the finale on Tuesday. But it's just, it's been so frustrating seeing it the entire season. I'm, I'm just like, come on, you guys, you know you're on the wrong side. How can you, you, what is this exactly that you believe in? I mean, the only thing I want to see is them to use their Fenris power and like knock down buildings in a way that isn't destructive and doesn't hurt like good people, you know, like use the Fenris power and I don't know, drop the Washington Monument on Riva. Great. Like, that's this is what I'm hoping for on Tuesday. And I'm also hoping that Blink is still alive. And I know. I was hoping that after the last episode, we would get to find out this episode. And we spent well, the entire episode not finding out. But then he, like, hears her. Yeah, I know. And, you know, there's that flashback where she's her. like, I just want to disappear into up there into the nothingness. And I'm like, all right, that's probably going to come back. Probably in the nothingness. But yeah. it's got to come back on Tuesday because we might never know. It uh, so I thought that there were some really interesting twists and turns. And uh, that Rebecca character uh, was gone way too quick. I I thought it was really interesting to have somebody that just – that even has less morals than Reva and the Frosts. was just like, no, so I just killed him because that's what we do. Yeah. A whole room full of people. I was legitimately surprised when that happened. And, you know, the show didn't – so that's two times a season where the show, like, had actual surprises. But, you know, Marco's been – Really whiny this year, yeah, he uh, you know, and he can't even uh, interrogate that one guy without getting shot and blowing up the car. Marco, I mean, you're the worst. It's it's hard. It, yes, and the st- but the problem is the storyline sort of lends him, him it's him to that. 
because Polaris disappeared, took his baby, and then gave the baby away, and he yeah. never really got to see his baby. So it's like one a, time he made the, the rattle. Yeah, Come on. Okay, good. We bonded <laughs> for like five seconds. That's all you need. I have two kids. Five seconds is plenty. <laughs> watch, watch the end. Watch the finale of the season. Be like Magneto showing up with the baby and being like, "I'm taking it away." How great that would that would be? be amazing. Now uh, let's see, Serene McKellen, maybe. No, that's all right. They no. can they can cast a new actor. I got no problem with that. A younger one. Uh yeah, you mean younger than younger than ninety? I think yeah. it should be James McAvoy. James McAvoy is my. <laughs> I like it. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, so uh, Stephen, as somebody who watches the show every week, are you going to be disappointed if there isn't a season three? Like legitimately, like oh, I think that there was a lot more story to tell. Uh, it depends. It it honestly depends on how they do the finale. Sure. If Riva is alive at the end of the finale, I will be sorely disappointed. Agreed. Uh, if None of the main characters die. If Reed doesn't die, I will be disappointed. I feel like the way they've built up his character, he has to die next episode. And Reva has to die. And either Jace has to have some sort of redemption or he has to go full baddie because this whole flip-flop attitude is getting really annoying. He is obnoxious. And I was reading an article and uh, Nix, the the showrunner, was saying that next episode has the most fighting and the most special effects and a huge twist. So if we're going to try to think of like what that huge twist would be, I would say possibly that Evangeline is still alive and she's yeah. working with Magneto and has been all along. And then Reva's been playing into their hands. Just how Reva's playing the purifiers yeah. and the uh, purifiers in the inner circle. If Evangeline was playing the underground and the inner circle as well. Ooh. I like that. I think that would be great. Uh, I, I also think that somehow uh, humanity will end up in a place where we have President Benedict Ryan. It, that's the uh, the Sean Hannity like character in case anybody, you know. The dad from the OC, if everybody really trying to remember who that guy is. Oh my god, if you see them if if the next episode ends with Blink grabbing them to save them through a portal and they end up in a different timeline a la sliders with President Benedict Ryan oh, or like man. Future with Reva in charge. I'm going to be like so out. It's not even funny. But then season three, they'd be trying to do like a Days of Future Past. Maybe it's not even an alternate timeline. They're just in their timeline, just in the future. Um, but I agree. I I don't. I, I think that they should tidy it up in in a good way. Sean Bowman says kill Polaris. No, sorry, I'm not, I just I'm not read that. I was that. like, what? No. Kill, kill Reed, kill his his non-powered wife. You know, somebody else can go to you know can be a doctor. It's fine. Uh, and Sardrew also says Reed doesn't need to die. Oh, nah, we've got a Reed fan pre- in here. Pretty sure he does. <laughs> oh, they also asked really quickly: What is better, the Inhumans or the Gifted season two? Can anybody answer that? I mean, I can. Um, gifted. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I I'm on a very short list of people who enjoyed Inhumans at all. But I'll say season two of The Gifted is actually right. better than Inhumans. Okay. Because we do have characters like Polaris. And I loved getting to see the Morlocks. Like, yes, I agree like with Erg that. Like Erg in particular. Well. The fact that we got the Morlocks was a really a saving grace for the season. Uh, I don't quite know where we go from here, uh, if there is anywhere to go. But uh, we'll talk more about this next week after the uh, season, possibly series finale. But uh, thanks to everybody who uh, joined us in the chat. And uh, don't forget that you can catch Zia and I Thursdays at 1 Pacific over on the Popcorn Talk Network for Marvel Movie News. Can, and- we, can we do something before we sign off? Yeah. Zia, can you grab that marker by the whiteboard to stand up and grab that marker? Yes. And... <laughs> I'll wait for her to get her headphones on, yeah. guys, because this just needs to happen. This needs to happen. I, I'm, I can't wait. If, 
Am I smelling? So Zia, it? Zia, Christian looks too human to be a part of Marvel TV <laughs> Weekly. I think we need to put a big M on his cheek <gasps> to make sure he can never go back to the real world. God, I can't wait till I have to because explain this to my kid tomorrow. Luckily, it's a water water dry erase marker, so it's going to be pretty easy to get off. No, I'm going to have to tell my wife as soon as I get home. No, I'm not washing this. Boom. Christian, because you are officially an outcast, a Marvlock. I mean, I was, I, I was to begin with. <laughs> Thank you. I'm you glad can, you did that. You can now have the power to be a mutant, but be useless in a fight and possibly throw barrels and get shot at. Oh, man, I can't wait to throw barrels. Or you can be the guy who shouts really loud and does nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy was great. <laughs> I'd love to be any of those guys. Uh, well, they just anyway. live their life. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, well, thanks again to everybody in the chat. It was uh, was a fun chat as always. Now, always. next week, all we're really going to have to talk about is uh, the Gifted uh, season finale. So uh, we're going to have some fun, and we'll talk about some other things, but... We'll let you know when we're here next Sunday at 9 Pacific. Zia, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And on Facebook at Zia Landerson. And again, I'm at Christian DMZ. You can follow me there on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we will see you next Sunday. Until then, Excelsior! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 